Who inspired you to become a chef? My grandparents had a small hotel, my grandfather was an ex-grenadier sergeant, and ran a tight ship. Initially, I liked the idea of being a hotelier, then, when I went to catering college I met a chap named Peter Barrett. He became my mentor and guided me towards the kitchen rather than the hotel lobby. What was your first job in a real kitchen? Well, my first job was in a small restaurant, the Four Lanterns in Margate Old Town Square. It was owned by a real Cypriot personality, George P. The menu was half Cypriot and half classic French. It was wonderful seafood, big sea bass, squid, red mullet, John Dory, incredible vegetables, fresh herbs and ingredients I had never seen before, and a fantastic start. What is your favorite ingredient to work with? This is so hard to answer. I don't have a favorite. As you go through the seasons, beautiful ingredients arrive in the kitchen. You are inspired or maybe reminded of a product. The first English asparagus, the summer mackerel, works some squid in the spring, the list goes on. I recently purchased a whole deer from Windsor Great Park and showed the team how to utilize the entire animal, no waste. We even cured the pelt. That's the type of thing I love to do, maximize the ingredient, rather than a favorite. What is your ideal four-course dinner party menu? Again, this is a real challenge of a question. It very much depends on the season and the company. I love sashimi, I would maybe follow that with veal sweetbreads and snails, then oyster, bacon and cabbage stuffed turbot and nutmeg egg custard tart. What is your guilty pleasure? Continuing with the difficult to answer questions, there are two, I am afraid. I still play rugby, and after a game, I would have to say, a pint of Windsor and Eaton Brewery's treason and a lamb jalfrazy. And, of course, my wife Karen's pavlova, nothing beats it. Not necessarily on the same day. What is your favorite restaurant? And what do you love about it? Restaurant story, Tom Sellers. The food is absolutely brilliant, the marriage of flavors and the attention to detail, complemented by the best natural attentive service I have experienced. What was the last recipe book you bought? I actually had to rebuy two books I had lent out and forgot who I lent them to. The first one is by Christian Milau, of Galt Milau Restaurant Guide, Dining in France I think it's a gem. It is a book written in the 80s, a documented journey around France and its restaurants, a lovely read with some super recipes. The second is the classic Le Repertoire de la Cuisine. A classic reference book rather than a recipe book. There will be a load of old and some middle-aged cooks smiling at that one. Are there any foods that you can't stand? In second place, I'm not a fan of kidneys, I just don't like them, but it has to be tinned baked beans, sorry no. What has been the highlight of your career? I have been fortunate. I have had the chance to do some wonderful things. Cooking for Hollywood A-listers, the Royal Family, Windsor Rugby Club and of course, my own family. One of the most memorable was being part of a chef team that cooked for a Help the Heroes dinner at the Guild Hall in the City of London. The occasion and the venue were very moving. Who would you like to cook for? Dead or alive I'm going to have to host a big dinner party to answer this one. Sophia Loren, Mark King, lead singer of the band Level 42, Simon Shaw, incredible retired rugby player, Frankie Beverly, Peter Barrett, my college lecturer and mentor, Charles Bates, my father, Joseph Kittinger, who parachuted from 103,000 feet to earth, what a story, Michael Kitts, chef mentor and put me where I am now. I think we're going to need a very big table, because I'm also inviting the Windsor Threes rugby team, Roger Moore and Roger Verge. What would you make for them? 
One of two things, either navarin of lamb, a classic casserole made from the neck of lamb, with creamy mashed potato, or grilled monkfish cheeks with chilled tomato and scallion salsa.